preaching on partnering with God, part four, called the mystery of testimonies. You see, I, I, I said in the introduction of this series that we live in a kingdom that operates on keys. The Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. It means that truth has the power to so transform your life that you'll be free from all forms of limitations, oppressions, and hindrances. God's word is that which brings freedom to our life. You see, but it is not just what you hear. It is your obedience of faith that touches the heart of God and makes God cause you to become a sign and a wonder to your generation. There are many of us, we have been in church for many years, and yet there is no testimony because we fail to live by the covenant principles of God. Brothers and sisters, you need to understand that every blessing in God requires you to play your part. There is nothing in the Christian faith that operates by osmosis. There is always something you have to do. The Bible says in the Lordship of Christ, we are told by scripture that with the heart man believes, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So when I believe in my heart, and I confess Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior, I am saved. Once that requirement is fulfilled, the Bible says, as many as believe him, to them gave he power to become sons of God. You cannot receive power to operate as a son and a daughter of God without first giving your life to Jesus, without first confessing Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. You see, the will of God, though it is for every one of us, it does not come to pass automatically. The will of God comes to pass on the premise that you are willing to obey what he has said. The Bible says God wished that all men will be saved and none will perish. But how many of you you know that not all of us will be saved? Why? Because many of us will not do what is required of us to be saved. So some people are saved. They just confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. But they do not enjoy peace because they will not forgive. They have high blood pressure and hypertension because they would not obey a simple scripture. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, threatens. In other words, after you have prayed, after you have come to God and quoted scriptures and legally told God and argued with God, he says, come, let's reason together. Present your heart cases. After you have come to God and by supplication, by showing God that based on your word, based on this scripture, based on this testimony, based on this, this is what I expect. Philippians 1.20, according to my earnest expectation and my hope, comma, that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness, as always, so now also, Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. 
You must come to the place of faith. It's not just your earnest expectation. The Bible says the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. As I quote the scriptures, be putting it on the screen quickly. The expectation of the righteous is our word, not be cut off. So I come expectant that God will show up marvelously in my life. But what do we do? We focus on the devil. We focus on what is not working. So we don't partner with God to do the miracle. You see, God can only do his miracle when you do your part. Psalm 89 verse number 34. What does it say? He says, my covenant will I not turn. Nor utter the words that has come out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, I will not lie unto David. Is David alive? The Bible says all scriptures are written for example. So God is telling us, when I have a covenant with you, I will not change my mind about it. If I have sworn to you by my word, I will, not, I will honor it. Child of God, God will not lie to you. That is why he wants you to have a testimony. But many of us, after we have had a testimony, we don't want to share our testimony. You see, in Acts chapter 2, verse number 38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So there's a first part of repentance. He says, When you repent, God will forgive you of your sins. And then, based on what you have done, give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. So if I don't repent, will I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit? In Mark chapter 16, verse number 16, it says, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. I believe, I'm baptized, I enjoy salvation. Simple. You see, the Bible is not complicated. It's not any beyeshos, hundios, simple obedience of faith. Hallelujah. It says, but he that believeth not, shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. You see, God says what he means and he means what he says. And it's always progressive. When you do this, you will get that. And because you have done this, these things will start following you. That's just what the Bible is saying. He says, he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. Did you see a man of God's name there? Did you see a prophet there? Did you see an apostle there? Did you see an evangelist there? Did you see a pastor there? Did you see a teacher there? Did you see a specialist there? He says, which people who, who cast out demons? Those who believe. So when I believe... And I sense my child has a demon worrying my child. I cast out that demon. Go! The demon must leave. You sense sickness is in your house. Open the door. Open your window. And stand in the room and say, Heavenly Father, I come as a child of God who have believed in you. And I've received Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Therefore, I have received the Holy Spirit. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, I now command, because I've been given power, to cast out devils. Go out of this room. And I promise you, that sickness will leave. That disease will leave. 
That infirmity will leave. That is for every child of God. In partnering with God, God wants you to take his word, believe his word, and command the things to go. And when you command and they leave, God expects you to share that testimony with another believer so that that believer's tools, faith in God, starts building up. You see, that word can mean anything. It can mean Glossolalia, which means tongues. It means, it means you can speak in a language you don't understand. But it, it says new tongues. It means you can also change your testimony. When I become a Christian, I can cast out devils, but I will not say, hmm, my waist pain, hmm, my leg pain, hmm, as for, as for our house, when I hear believers say, it, I, I feel pathetic. As for our house, uh, uh, cholera is our problem. I don't want to mention any, any disease. As for our house, it is hyper, hyper. When did you patent a sickness for your family? He says when you believe, you cast out the devil, and then you speak a new tongue. You say something different. You will not speak what everybody is speaking. As a believer, God calls you and I to speak differently. He said, let the weak say, let the poor say, is that not a new tongue? As for us, we are poor. You and who? Stay there alone. Because what is it that we can do? Because in this church, there is nothing that we have done that we have money in our account. Because the Bible says that nobody enlists in the army on his own account. Nobody. I work for God. If he's given me a vision to go to Janshemo, you think he did not calculate that we need money. As of let's talk later. Sometimes you must change the conversation. When you believe, he says you do two things. You cast out devils. In other words, you, you command entities that has no place in your space to depart. And after that, you speak forth that which you are expecting based on God's word. Irene and I went to see a doctor in Sinai Hospital. He was telling us plenty of things. We must go and see a surgeon in South Africa. We call the surgeon. He says just the surgery alone is for $4,000. For $4, Manos, other things. When I heard it, I didn't say anything. So I called a man of God that he would pray with me. He said, He cut the line. Sometimes these things must happen so that you will come to the altar and finish of our faith and believe God for yourself. When he finished talking and cut the line on me, I felt it. I told myself, Thank God he's not God. I went back to the room. I asked the doctor, uh, so what are you saying is wrong with my wife? So you kept on saying, said, but there's no specialist in Ghana that can handle it, except that was the greatest blessing he gave me, the knowledge. He said there's no specialist in Ghana that is skillful in the specific kind of surgery that they must do on your wife. When he said that, I said, sir, God has promised me that my wife and I will have three children. So childbirth is not a problem. Just give her a medication to numb the pain. As for the childbirth, it is not going to be a problem. When I finished, I took my wife. I said, let's go home. Whilst we're going, I heard in my ears, the great physician. So I said to my wife, we will go to South Africa. And I'm not going to see a doctor. I'm going to chill with you. I will fly and go and chill. So we actually flew to South Africa. When we we checked into a hotel. Because whilst we're in the plane, and I was praying, the Holy Spirit said to me, give her communion for three days. I laid my hand on her tummy. I said, lie on the bed. After when you go for surgery, don't they let you lie there? 
So I laid my hand on her and I began to pray for two hours. Katuski palata, brasuto lololo, That was when I received the mystery of the community. He says his body was changed for us. So, so when his body was changed for us, whenever I'm taking the communion, there is an exchange that is taking place. His body was broken that mine will be whole. And so as I minister the communion, there is a spiritual exchange taking place. His body is changed for my body. So that mine, his was broken. So that, so that if it is intestines that you need, uh, they broke him and took his intestines and gave to you and took yours that was defective and took it to him. When you come to God. God says I am available for you. That's why I take a communion. So that if your child's brain is not working, the communion will let their brain start working. One of my sons in this church, young boy, his sickling was S C. But when they gave birth to the child, the mother called me and said, I want you to be the godson of my son. That was the greatest blessing the woman gave to a child. So I said, you have to start bringing your child to faith life yet. So he brought the child, I prayed. I said, sir, you are the one who turns water into wine. You can change the pH of water and make it into wine. God, you can change the blood of this boy. I began to give him communion to, to eat in this church. One day, the mother decided to go and check. When he went, the child has moved from SC to AS. Because his blood, you see, it's not me, but his blood, there's an exchange that takes place. Why are you still living with a problem? When the mystery of God's testimony based on the communion table is available unto you. I went to a nation to pray. When I got into the nation, I heard in my ears, I come in the name of the Lord. You must have faith in God. And believe. I told you the couple was sitting in my office. I gave them 100 days. When I was getting my testimony, they went to the shop on Monday. This man who has been afraid that when he opens the shop, some demons will fight him. He says when he got to the car park, the Holy Ghost said to him, in fact, in the morning before you go, that now start opening your own shop. They said, give me the key. He went with confidence and opened. That day, they made sales. He opened the following day, they made sales. Then he opened the third day, then he said to his wife, he said, Hey, that's why hours of miracles have begun. I told them 100 days, 100 hours. 100 hours, 100 days. It has begun. The man said, I, I, I feel something has happened to my brain. Child of God, if you would obey God's word and you begin to testify, no matter how little the testimony is, the testimony will keep flowing over and over and over for you. Is somebody receiving you see, anytime you take the word of God raw, you provoke the blessing. You don't have to mix it. Take the word of God just as it is. Ah, that of God. Your age is not important. 
No matter your age, you can start again. No matter your age, you can do more for God. No matter your age, you can step up and step out. Believing him who have called you. The Bible says, and they went out preaching. God confirming his word with signs and wonders for you. If you will keep God's word in your mouth and keep speaking for God's word, God will go with you, confirming your word with signs, with wonders, following. If you will preach, do you know what preaching is? Is declaring the good news of God. If you will keep speaking, you know, though he slays me, yet will I worship him. No wonder God will bring him double whatever he lost. You see, you must keep speaking for what God has said. In the midst of your difficulty, you testify. We call it the mystery of testimony. You see, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the words of their testimony. What are you saying? Church, every week I think I have a testimony. No matter how small I will testify. By you. You are like a spectator. You just watch me like this. Hey, Pastor Uncle Tino, our testimony. You see, God is no respecter of persons. Anybody who will take his word and walk with his word will be guaranteed a testimony. Amen. You see, we need to embrace the word of God and watch him decorate our life with splendor and honor. Let God decorate you. The Bible says it is the Father's pleasure to do us good. When Somebody blessed me with a brand new car and I was driving. One of my sons said to me, this car is my inheritance. My son is following me. He said, Papa, this is my inheritance. So this car is my car. He kept speaking that the car is his car. Can I honestly tell you something? Before I would go into church on 31st, the Lord said to me, this car is somebody's car. Release the car before you cross over into the new year. Did I have a new car? No. On 31st, the moment I got down from the pulpit, the first person I spoke to was that my son. I said, please, when they finish parking their things with the car to their church auditorium, please take the car. Don't bring that car to my house. It is now your car. He fell down. So, I'm starting my year where? What if he had not come on 31st? He would have missed out on what was his. Because I can be honest with you, I dare change and come and imagine. But why was it a good pleasure? Because he kept speaking it. I'll drive me and say, This is my limousine. I give him the car to go and fix it. He says, My limousine. Even the fitter knows that the car is his limousine. And now he has his limousine. Guess what? I'm walking. But it is the father's pleasure because once he's made me give that small car, <laughs> what would God do? Because I've seen some Bentley somewhere. So if you ask God for something, when I just said a small car like Bentley, everybody said, hey, are you the one who's going to buy it? No, are you the one? We all have a father. He's rich. You, you, want, to, you, you want to look poor. The Bible says, I was created for the praise of his glory. So it's a consciousness that you have to have that God created you for the praise of his glory. So if he created you for the praise of his glory, you cannot just live your life anyhow and, 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 and behave as if you're a victim of life. The devil is a liar. We will praise God with our life. And I'm next in line for a testimony. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. It says this, For the word of God is quick, Hebrews 4 12, and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. And of the joints and marrow. 
And he said, designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. He says, God's word. It is so sharp. It enters into crevices and spaces where it is very difficult for others to go. But they can only do that because he designs your heart and your thoughts. Look at it. It's a designer of the, of the thoughts first and intents of the heart. So when I intend to bring glory to God, and so I align my confession with what God is saying. Let me repeat for those of you who are writing. When I intend to bring glory to God, and I align my confession to what God has said in his word, the Bible says that word is now activated. It enters into spaces because the intent of my heart is that my life will bring glory to God. And my thought is, God, this word I believe and this word is working for me. And as I confess it, the Bible says the word of God is so powerful. It is so sharp. It will cut what it has to cut. It will erase what it has to erase. It will, it will break, it will, it will break soul and spirit. So even if a soul of a demonic person says you will not succeed, you will not go forward, you will not excel, he says the word of God comes. No matter how strong the person's soul is, even if the soul of the person is the one covering the entire city, he said because you are speaking God's word, it will break that ceiling and to shatter that glass so that God will do something different with your life because your case is different. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. So he, look, look, at, look at it all. He says that he pierce even to the dividing asunder of soul. And spirit, whatever is controlling the atmosphere can pierce it. He says, even if somebody, somebody, their soul is where your will, your emotion, and your intellect is. Even if emotionally, the person doesn't want to do their thing for you. The word of God can pierce their person's heart. That they will do it for you before they realize. I've read this scripture, but this understanding, I've not gained it. Somebody, let me give you a testimony. Many, many years ago, somebody wanted to run for political office. And the place, the predecessor had made up his mind that no matter what, you will not win. So this person knew the EC boss. He wanted to see the EC boss. And what can I do? He says, listen, the only thing I can do for you is that there is a man who you cannot buy. I will transfer the person to your constituency. And when I transfer the person to your constituency, it's not Ghana. That's why I'm using Ghanaian terms so that you understand that one. You will guarantee a fair election. So they send them out three years ahead of time. How many years? So he was there. Then when the election was coming, the people began to do propaganda that this EC has been compromised. Why? Because they went to see him to sort him. He says he won't take money. They brought money from the top, from government. One system million dollars. He says that my legacy is worth much more than that. I will not compromise. And so the person went through the election. And oh, this is what we call designer. The EC boss understood what was ahead. 
And so he sent somebody for whom you cannot buy, for whom he will not bend. And so when they were giving pressure, the man will not bend because it is not everybody who is a bender. When the word of God is released, the word of God enters into the situation and breaks things so that God will do what he has to do for you. But until you believe in this word, the word will not work. You see, testimonies are not mere stories. They are the manifestations of God to his children. Testimonies. They are not mere stories. They are the manifestations of God to his children. Why is this so? Because testimonies are a sign of our heritage in Christ. He said it is finished. We must enjoy the best of God. That's why you must testify. Somebody say I must testify. Give me some 119 verse 1112. Some 119 verse 1112. One, two. He says, thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes, always, even unto the end. He said, thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever. So I have taken your word as my heritage, as my inheritance. This is my word. Church, listen to me. You want to walk in the miraculous, take God's word as your word and live it. He says that, I have inclined my heart to perform thy statutes. So whatever you say I should do, God, I will do it. Amen? But what do we do? We don't do it. In Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, God said, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. You are saying man of God. This one is not Jesus who is saying it. Jesus said that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13 verse 8. But he says he did not come to abolish the old, but he came to fulfill it. So, child of God, live by God's word. Let his testimony be always in your mouth. That's why we encourage you to go out there and reach the lost for God. Go out there and talk to somebody about Jesus. Go out there this week. And invite somebody to say, share your personal testimony of what God has done. And tell God that, Lord, this week, let me get testimonies for you. Share that testimony. Don't let somebody's bad attitude cause you to close up on God. Because in heaven, they won't ask you who was your pastor. They will ask you, what did you do with your life that I gave you? Wherever you are, I'd like you to close your eyes and pray. Mystery of testimonies. David said in Psalm 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. He said the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. You want to pray, my God, I will be wise. I will live back God's word. I would incline my heart to perform your statutes. I will do what you have called me to do. He says that he that winneth soul is wise. I will bring the loss to the Lord. Why? Because the Bible says, They that turn many unto righteousness, they shall be like stars in the firmament of the heavens. I'd like you to pray. God, this is my time. Lord, this is my season. Jesus, I come before you. I will be a Christian who lives the word. My confession will align with the word of God. My testimonies will align with the word of God. I will be a person of testimony. 
ah i will begin to testify of your goodness i begin to tell people of what you have done because every testimony is a seed with the capacity to reproduce itself lord i'll begin to give my testimonies i'll begin to testify of the goodness of god i'll begin to testify of the grace of god i'll begin to testify of what you have done for me it's time it's time somebody pray by bringing the loss to you. I will align my confession with what you have said. Not my feelings, not my emotions. The word is what I will preach. I'll speak your word. I'll speak your word. I will be a person who testifies. I will testify.